0: Well, greetings and salutations, people who are watching this podcast. Welcome to the 11th edition and 11th edition, 11th episode. Sorry. And if you guys see something different, it's because we have changed our whole layout. So, to my left is the first time member on a panel, Soham. Hello. Soham, say hi to everybody. Hi. And to a right, right. To the right is your boy Rats. Hey,
1: what's up? How's it going, man? Welcome to the live offline video. I said live, didn't I?
0: Yeah, we were I, I started making puns without even realizing it. Yeah. Okay? And <laughs> oh god! So we've we've basically turned up. Uh, we saw your feedback after the 10th podcast, and many of you requested for a face cam so that you could see a face. I don't know why, but uh, so we've done it at, admittedly our uh, face comes around at very high quality, but you requested it. So it is here and a lot of people said to, you know, change up the roster as well. So Soham is here and it's just three people. If you notice Arnav was supposed to be here, but he's paid DLC. So if you ever want to like give us money, you will unlock Arnab eventually yeah. and he will be on the process. <laughs> so we we,
1: we, we acid cast arts now boys. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> all my friends are dlc anyway so soham first time yeah. was about podcast. how has it been dude like how have you been bro well past week? my days de- my day
2: has been amazing actually i just came back from black panther which was i think a really good movie definitely a must watch for everyone in the whole, uh cinematic universe and yeah it's been a pretty good week also definitely so had, you like, went- when you
0: went okay Okay, I just wanted to know what. Wait, wait uh, you went to watch. So, we're, yeah, yeah, we're pretty much lagging a bit, I suppose. But I wanted to know uh, what did you like specific. Just give me a two minute rundown of what you enjoyed about Black Panther and what you didn't. Um, Black Panther.
2: I think the action scenes were fantastic, and the music score was beyond this world. I think it was easily the best Marvel movie del- till date in terms of its music score. Kendrick up
0: did the music, didn't
2: he? Kendrick Lamar made the song, and there was another guy for the music. I forgot his name. I had kept it recorded. My bad. And what I didn't like about it were a few moments of passivity in in the entire movie, in which it just felt like the entire story slowed down and it did not progress as much at the speed as which you would want it to be,
0: honestly. Yeah. So it takes its own. Good time to get the yeah. It does take
2: its own good time. The plot unravels rather slowly, in my opinion. It could have been much faster. There's not a lot of content in terms of story. However, it does make up for the action and the CGI effect that the Wakandan tribe has. You know.
0: So yeah, um, yeah. You said action. Really excited about action specifically. Uh, I might have cut off there, but yeah, I might have said that I'm excited for the action when you said because. So, have you seen Ryan Kugler's previous movie, Creed? (laughs) No. Oh, because there's this amazing boxing match where he goes really up front front and personal between these two boxers. And I'm pretty sure it's edited, but I swear it looks like the whole fight is taken in one shot. And it's so intense. So when you say that the action scenes uh, are breathtaking, I I don't doubt you there. And I really hope you would like check up. You should check up Creed as well. Yeah, tell, in me, fact, tell
2: me. just to add to what you were saying regarding the one v1 fight, I believe there are two two or three exceptional scenes in the movie itself when there's a really good one v one fight taken. Entirely from the from a cinematic point of view, from a direction point of view, from a from the music point of view, there are one one v one fights which are really good. Oh,
0: sweet. Well I'm going to I'm going to be watching it tomorrow morning first thing. And I hope anna will do if he's unless he's a casual Marvel fan. He'll reveal his true colors then. And, <laughs> and we will be doing a live Black Panther. Wait, this is not going to go. You guys are not going to. You guys got to see much before that. Yeah. Anyway, you got, uh So what was happening is now we have Rats, who hasn't been on a podcast for quite. A day, yeah, for a week, I'll, right? Yeah, what, even even there, it's a been time. a while. It's been a while.
1: Yeah, I wasn't there it, for. It's a been week. a while.
0: What were you up to?
1: Right. So I met my brother after like a really long time. He's going to the U.S. in the month of March. So right. I thought I'd meet him before he leaves, before all his work piles up on him. So I thought, you know, I'll go uh-huh. with him, chill. We'll go out for lunch, have some sandwiches, have a mango, a bit of mango as well. You know, all that stuff. It, it's good, you know, just a normal chill out with your, you know, with your own flesh and blood, pretty much.
0: Ooh, really nice. Anyway, uh, you, you needed that break, man. You must, <laughs> you may have quite a rough time if, I, it, uh, if there's anyone who needs a break, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is rats.
1: Yeah, I mean, in, uh, I've been streaming double time ever since I think. Since last month, like the end of last month, Jan like, 30th or something like that. I've been, I've been just testing out various streams and it's actually helped a lot too. So I think I might actually go with that. Plus do daily video content offline for my page as well as help cast whenever needed. <clears throat> Cause you
0: know, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've noticed, yeah, but it's mostly on YouTube that you do your thing, right?
1: Yeah. So I've also shifted closely to Facebook, cause you know, like as you, you guys are watching this video on Facebook and also on YouTube, Facebook too has it's a very wide, a re, you know, a very wide audience, which I would like to cater to as well, and kind of like kind of bring them to YouTube, bring the YouTube guys to Facebook, kind of level them, you know, get them on the same boat, just to see how it goes. Uh-huh. It's just a test. I'm just playing around with it, you know, experimentation and whatnot.
0: Yeah, uh, another question I wanted to ask you an is because uh, lately it's just a trend, I don't know if it's a trend, but it's just something I'm noticing that quite a lot of people are shifting to Twitch in India, which uh, somehow I don't really understand, but do you see yourself doing that anytime soon?
1: Well, like a lot of people are switching, it, uh, you know, turning to Twitch. I think most prominently the fastest growing YouTube channel for CSGO, uh, Meow16K, Saloni Power. Like, she has uh, made an announcement, like an update video, that she's going to go full on Twitch, like, playing CSGO there, and she's got, she, I think she's garnered like a thousand followers so far already. And with, and see, for me personally, I don't, th- I'm not going to Twitch just yet. I am streaming on Twitch in the weekends, like, you know, I want to play around with each and every platform out there. I don't want to just stick to one platform and be like, okay, I'm the king of this platform. I just want to stream wherever I can. Who knows, you might see me streaming on Azubu, Hitbox, or, you know, whatever sites that can come up on your mind. I'm just, you know, playing around with all that. But Twitch, I won't go completely to Twitch just yet, you know, till they get the servers in India. And the reason why is the servers actually, I, I believe in viewer experience. I don't want the viewer to continuously watch a buffering video. And in a country like India, not many people have good ISPs, right? It's like take it for example. I have and I have an eighty-five Mbps connection. I cannot watch a single Twitch, uh, Indian Twitch streamer. I can't even watch my own streams at one hundred and sixty p. Whenever I get mean... transcoding options, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. So I would actually like that. You know, not not the transcoding options, like not the quality options. I would like a very seamless, smooth experience watching. You know, streams. Of course, my internet dies from time uh... to time, but I want to get that smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, you know I don't I want to watch it like how I watch these. thing uh, silky novels. smooth like yeah, like
0: kind of silky, thing. Silky, silky but smooth. yeah,
1: pretty much.
0: Silky smooth. Yeah. Okay, now let's stop that. But I completely relate with what because uh I was just trying trying to watch a Risey stream for Shadow of the Colossus because because I just could not control myself, so you're, right? You're I need I, to I know, watch. I
1: know you're an S O T C fan. <laughs> fan.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah. A big so, one that too. Yeah yeah uh but the thing is like it, it, it was unbearable like it was buffering it was barely loading and something like that and i'm like i put it on twitch chat there i'm like i really want to do this but so there is something between uh there is a huge gap between us that's not letting me like enjoy this and i'm not enjoying this so i i'm out of there and which has me confused as to why this whole thing is happening uh i could shed some light on that honestly Regarding yeah.
2: uh, a lot of Indian people shifting to Twitch instead of YouTube, which I would say is where the audience of India is located given the internet's condition and the internet infrastructure, I believe it is majorly the incentives that the streamers are getting, not from the audience but from Twitch India itself. As we have seen, there have been Twitch India and meetups, the Twitch Indian staff is Making a diligent effort to increase their awareness of their product.
1: Yeah, I've actually
2: been. And certainly, if if you want to compare the incentives that the Twitch streamers have in terms of audience and in terms of what they're getting as royalty from the company, I would definitely say that the reason for this enormous shift that we are seeing is on the latter, not the firm. What do you have th- to say to that, rather?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've also heard that Twitch India is working on a lot for this year, they've got a lot of plans, a lot of meetups, they want to get yeah, feedback from the audience and all. What, basically what Sohub stated, but you know, if they get there, so like, I have actually told this to everybody, the the day Twitch India makes the announcement saying, hey, we got servers, people can finally watch, you know, Indi- Twitch streamers from India seamlessly, without getting, shit, yeah, without getting yeah. buffer, you know, without any buffering, stuttering or any lag or whatsoever. I'm just going to be like, I'm going to make a video be like, guys, I'm off to Twitch, see you later, and I'm going to walk away. <laughs> Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to walk away, I'm going to basically, you know, jump the train, the hype train or whatever it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. Right. Like, again, uh, you want to make sure as I said, right? Yeah. It's, it's not about the trend. It's all about giving the best experience to the people that exactly. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I believe, yeah, that's what you need a robust platform right now for your country, for the, especially the local country yeah. For, yeah. for delivering that. And I suppose we're still waiting for Twitch to fix that deliberate
2: I don't know whether it is supposed to be sad that most of the streamers are opting for this option instead of catering to the audience. Is there a debate that we could have that or is it just entirely their choice? We
0: don't know. Uh, well, again, again, it's, it's, uh, I, well, uh, see, uh, this is where human, uh, human. Uh, hubris comes in understanding This is a hubris, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were in that position and you were offered that our minds would completely change. I mean, I'm not a streamer with that kind of like, with that kind of mindset right now. So I don't mm-hmm. know how that person might be, if I, it might completely make sense to that person, but not to us, uh, when we see from broader perspective, we can make the comment like, yes, this is kind of not making a lot of sense, but then again, perspectives matter. Yeah. But, so
1: that's uh, why well, being, but that is That's why I'm saying yeah, silent right no. now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm a streamer, so I, I kind of know a little bit of this, but I'm slowly getting into that. But I want to also yeah, yeah, switch yeah. around. Like, yeah,
0: your emotions yeah. <laughs> play a lot of factor does, into this as well, And as we always know, and as so has read thinking fast and slow. Uh, emotions always override. Emotions always override. Yeah, emotions yeah. Right. So, but we, that is something that we can consider as debate. So anybody who's watching that, let us know in the comments below, what do you think of this, like recent move of yeah. Indian streamers? To Twitch. And we will definitely cover this on later on. If you guys think it's worth covering and if we as well think it's worth covering. Definitely. So, uh, we will move on to the first thing. Uh, and I want to address two things before. Firstly, this whole video is offline. They've already recorded this before as you're like, there's a bit of a lag here. Uh, we, yeah, we're doing this specifically because we, uh, we don't want the video to break midway, like the last yeah. three times it happened in the last week, yeah, I, and hopefully I, we can give a better I, I, experience. I didn't
1: hear that while I was chilling with my brother. So <laughs> a lot of shit happened. So yes, I'm here to save the uh, yeah.
0: We're getting the best We're here to give the best experience, even if it means moving a bit back in terms of technology and stuff like that. But whatever, we hope to get our hardware and everything fixed soon so that we can get back to that eventually. We will, but one step at a time. So uh, the second thing I would say is you might have noticed three things were missing in the last podcast. One, of course, was rats. Uh, second was a meaningful conversation, and third, <laughs> Third, guess what? Loot boxes. Yes, they're back in our podcast. This.
1: Oh my this Is this like the? Oh third like oh time. I don't. I don't even remember.
0: I'm like, not So it's loot. Either loot boxes or Destiny 2 or EA. have been for like things that have been cutting it, and all our podcasts, and they are there in this podcast as well. So, uh, despite the. Despite the terrible uh media coverage and everything, uh companies like Activision Blizzard NEA, they have they have been uh doing pretty well, especially with the microtransactions and loot boxes. Activision Blizzard especially has reported uh a revenue of four billion dollars from these microtransactions and loot boxes out of their net 7 billion in the last quarter. And if we compare yeah, if we compare things from Last quarter to the one before, uh, their revenues from this these uh, live services that this would called has only been increasing more so than even the down, initial downloads, uh, and this has mm-hmm. been the case not only with Activision. Blizzard 2 is onto this uh, in terms of getting the maximum revenues from the live services. I and, suppose even EA. Yeah, of course, EA as well. Despite whatever we are, like uh, bad press it has been getting. Yeah, uh, EA Star Wars game has Battlefront 2 has sold really well, and uh, the my the loot boxes are as, as well have played a lot in the revenue, uh, mm. which kind of makes me sad as well. And it sort of makes me think. Firstly, before we get into this topic, how uh, how uh, we might not have understood the whole gaming market. Like we keep uh, you know we keep uh, ranting about loot boxes all the time. It's, but it's like, it's, it seems like we're only 5% of the people, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like watching a sport, like a football match and you're pretty much the stadium. And there's this whole world that is watching the football on TV that just does not give a fuck about what's happening. They enjoy the game, yeah. they'll pay for it. Seems like yeah. that. What do you think? Of, what do you guys think about all this? Like, uh, Blizzard, make, uh, Activision, EA all making so much money from... Loot boxes.
2: Where, well, where can, where first where can... thing what we need to understand is that the community backlash that we have seen that we saw for EA Star Wars Battlefront 2, is superficial as it is. In fact, right. the fact that the monetary gains have been increasing, there is no absolutely no dissent in it, and that there is, a, we don't see a lot of uncertainty in where we are going with, in terms of the community also, where there is complete. What do you call passivity in terms of acting upon it? Because I guess it is just superficial in its nature. What we get to see is just a tiny percentage that does not have any impact or any, yeah any impact whatsoever on true decisive change. If you are to see any in the loot box theory
0: of video games. Guys, do you still have something yeah. to add to the loot board of loot boxes that we have been? I mean,
1: doing. I mean that's why we've been talking about this so much, and after hearing the actual numbers, like where do I sign up? <laughs> I just. Yeah. That's a, I mean that four billion. It's I mean, kind of depressing, right?
0: It's kind of depressing, right? Yeah, like I No mean, matter
1: what you do it's it's just like this. Yeah, it, this is how the market is moving. Yeah, it's it's like from the. Day, good old you don't days. Give yeah, like the good old days where it used to be count towards the sale of the physical copies to the you know to the time where it became the sale of digital copies to now micro transactions. What's what's next? Mini transactions, nano. If you keep going down the micro <laughs> the, the terminology. <laughs> It could go down you yeah, never so, know micro microtransact there may be yeah. another transaction in that microtransaction like like how EA pulled it off with that pre-order I mean I think EA was just you will be
0: playing RPGs but now instead of the currency in game you'll be actually using cryptocurrency in real life oh. as all <laughs> like oh, game. Oh, oh.
1: This is hilarious. all right uh, two- yeah. 2012 when can I get back to you? I would like to go back <laughs> and you know enjoy the good old Skyrim coins again
0: uh so let me hold you on that thought uh again so i was for just for a change let's just see loot boxes from a different perspective because uh i'll have to say since the last two weeks my perspective on loot boxes has been quite introspect i've uh, introspected a bit especially after watching some really good videos uh especially from game theory and uh, extra credits who have again despite how loot boxes have always been there in different, different forms where, you know, you, uh, imagine, right. You, uh, back then when you did not have computer games, you, uh, had the Pokemon card.
1: Yeah. It's a trading. Right?
0: You had different booster packs, You had different packs, right. And they were all expensive, right? They were, I think what, 150 rupees for like 11 cards that you'd get. And you had no idea what, if you would get a Groudon, you'd have no idea if you'd get a Mewtwo or something like that, it, but you had, it was, random you still kept... it was random chance and there were still different, different packs about this. Right. Mm, English. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, and uh, that that was pretty much a loot box in there, if you look at it. Uh, but we we never saw it in that way as a gambling. Yeah, yeah.
2: the it. perspective was not there, definitely.
0: Yeah. See, and uh, again, Extra Credit makes this a uh, really uh, really strong case where it says that loot boxes has been uh, one uh, when used in the right way can be the best way of regulating the prices of games because. Uh, A games recently ha- are getting expensive. They're getting more and more expensive yeah, today. Exactly. and keeping them at the price of $60 is a huge strain of people, which is why the loot boxes or microtransactions, help them, you know, give them some breathing space. I'm not yeah. defending this. I'm just, I'm just giving it. This it, opens
2: up, it opens up the game yeah. to a wider audience.
0: Right. Right. By keeping and the price in so, control. Yeah. And the, the concept of loot boxes when used ethically, right. Now, this is the catch. Can help, like, again, can help people keep those things low because, uh, again, and this is a sad thing that there are rich, pe- really, really, really rich people, uh, who in the gaming industry they, there's a specific term for them which makes me real sad. They're called the whales, right? Oh. And they're the ones who are pretty much like, yeah, and they're the ones who pretty much spend uh, most of the money on these loot boxes. Well, and is this something that we should worry about where? Uh, there's a rich community, you know, gorging on the loot boxes and which is, ha- which is keeping the price at $60 for the rest of the gaming community. I think there's a bit of an argument there. And yeah. That's but, an
2: excellent argument.
0: Yeah. 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 So what do you guys have to see when given this perspective? I mean, it does make a lot of sense. If you give that actually,
2: it, it, it just radically changed my view entirely. In a moment, hmm. if if I were to <laughs> say that argument. So, like, if you see the progression of loot boxes in Valve games, it has been constant. There have been no changes except in Dota a little. But, nevertheless, hmm. like, if, if you were to apply that argument to CSGO, CSGO is a game that costs 350 rupees. And hmm. while it does not require any update, there is no real developer's team behind it that is constantly uh, doling out a series of updates. It's hmm. keeping the uh, i mean there are loot boxes and skins which you spend enormous amount of money on and i don't think and there's just a, a fraction of the percentage of selling it on the market from where valve makes its money you know right
1: yeah so, so it's like more
2: money for yeah, right yeah more money for Valve, more power to you as long as the game is kept cheap
0: but that is right. if there is a correlation you know that is if there is a yeah. correlation and yeah this is exactly where things get mur- if we noticed when call of duty once people found out the algorithm was when you know supposedly if you get a weapon through a loot box or whatever which was very effective then the algorithm they had devised was initially they would like pitch you against certain lower foes uh, so that you would the matchups would be rigged in such a way that you realize how effective that weapon was right mm-hmm so mm-hmm. that you, it would create a feeling of uh, getting that again, yeah. This, yeah. I, I thought... the hero yeah. marketing that you so detest so hum, right? So, mm-hmm. it'll, so create a craving of that weapon particularly, and apparently mm-hmm. once you get that weapon, uh, the algorithm again rigs it so that you are now faced with other people with even with weapons similar or even stronger than that. So you're always in this perpetual state of either wanting better and never being satisfied, which is the huge loophole that Gaming industries have exploited yeah. in the I, think, loot boxes. I think
1: in a way, like in terms of loot boxes and microtransactions go, like I'm, I'm just taking this with Counter Strike Global Offensive as an example. Like when I used to play that game, I used to play that game a lot, like over two years back and all the, right. the designs that Valve picks. So it's like a, the community, you know, they given their own designs and Valve hand picks like a few of them out of the few, most of them have been very aesthetically pleasing. Right. Some of them yeah, have, and it is
2: important to add that the people who create the content creators for the skin, they get paid eventually. Yeah, they get, they get
1: royalty from money this. Money. They get royalty from, yeah, this. I think Warframe 2 has something similar they to do. this, I right? Think, yeah, they, I think they do like, uh, one of their, I think the skins, some of the skins or right. something like that, they do have that thing. But yeah, with right. the example of so... CSGO, like, sorry to interrupt mm. you this one. So like, so it's, Go it's, ahead, I think a bit of human psychology also gets into your mind. Right, Because every time when I play, like I, I, don't, I didn't have any good skins back then, but when there's a, one of my teammates, he drops out his weapon, which has the skin in it. And I have that weapon. I feel like a god and I actually play really well. It's like, you know, it kind of removes hmm. that mental block. So I'm like, oh crap, I need this weapon. Let me, you know, put all my money in loot boxes. You know, i yeah. try to get that being same weapon. Yeah. Good. So it's that, some, it, it could be that, you know, that psychological factor that c- c- comes into play there because I have actually seen my own performance when I play with like a fancy, you know, $100,000 knife or something like that against the free default knife that I get. Like there's a huge difference. Yeah. But again, it's a psychological thing. So I think gaming industry is also exploiting that thing, you know, based on how how much you see that item and how much you like it based on its looks and stuff.
2: Right. So as far as I can see, the debate goes in two ways. So far as the base game where area bought it, there is no a coercion, as I would put it from the company side to make you buy or Invest in a root box, I guess the game can be ethically sold insofar as the microtransactions don't affect your main gameplay. The same thing goes to CSGO and Dota 2. You spend a lot on skins, but eventually you need to addition the skins, there is absolutely no impact on the game as it is. It is just from your side. So there there are these distinctions that you have to make if you are to approach this argument. What do you have to say? Yeah. So,
0: again, Rats, do you have anything to say in the
1: Um. Not nothing, much. I mean that—that's the one thing because it can actually it does have that psychological impact because I mean what's yeah, the, of, the whole point of the whole point of loot boxes is cosmetic value. I mean it doesn't affect gameplay at all unless the game is a pay-to-win game, right? Otherwise, when right, with yeah. my and most microtransactions are always focused on you know fun, you know, cosmetic, aesthetic, right. yeah, aesthetically pleasing right. and cosmetic. Uh, value and looks—that that's all it matters. Even like Fort, ev- every game nowadays, Fortnite, PUBG, CSGO, Dota 2—you name it. Even this new game that came out, Battalion 1944—it came out like I think three weeks back, uh, right? And there is one mm. particular skin for the weapon which makes it basically makes it look mm. like a cheetah skin, and that actually goes for right. twenty thousand rupees on the Steam market. I think it must have gone up right now the price. So you know, again, it comes on all aesthetic, uh, like the pleasing, the looks of the weapon itself, right?
0: Well, but we all agree, okay, these these are all great and safe. But I think there is a case that we all agree there should be some form of regulations done to see if everything is being practiced within the ethical standards that we consider safe. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in which case, I guess all of you must be happy with the next topic that I have, which is countries after the whole Star Wars battlefront fiasco have started to take notice of the whole loot box concept. And really? They are looking into this and considering where to draw the line. Is it gambling or not? Especially, yeah. uh, yeah. So I'm talking about countries like Germany and uh, Sweden have come in public and said that, yes, we are looking into this, right? And Sweden is currently saying that we are currently, this is a statement by the Swedish uh, Consumer Protection Laws one of the person represented. It's like, we are working to regain control of the gambling market as soon as possible and to make sure that the Swedish consumer protection laws apply to all actors with which conduct gambling activities, he said. But then again, they're like, they're still not sure as to where to draw the lines. So in Sweden, as far as it's considered, it's it's still in talks. Whereas in Germany, I believe the people are looking into this Then they say they will look at it as a case-by-case basis. Uh, case-by-case as in per game. They're like, they don't know if universal law on loot boxes can be applied because games are so different and their use of mm-hmm. uh, loot boxes are so different uh, mm-hmm. and also they're like at least at the very least uh, there should be a regulation and uh, there, at le- there should be an ESRB age rating uh, included if it consider- yeah, yeah. contains loot boxes which surprisingly it does but I think again ESRB ratings are very 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 like muddled, I think. As uh, as far as I know, they they have their hands dirty with uh, some of several developers. But then again, that's me. Okay, that's me. I don't know. I I don't have insider knowledge on that. But the best case is from Hawaii, all right? Always the best people. Uh, Hawaii have actually passed a pair of bills, all right? I'm I'm not kidding. They've actually passed a pair of bills. The first bill says that games with loot boxes will be required to disclose that upfront and will also have to publish the exact drop rates of items in the loot boxes oh okay similar to the rules okay. that china have passed yeah. in the games exactly like- yes. that. Yeah, that, I, that. I wanted yeah. to bring that into uh, so yeah. i think
2: what china had to say regarding overwatch and potato was really good the entire idea was mm-hmm. that like, fine you can-, you can conduct loot boxes you can take the uh, you can basically do that as long as you reveal what are the percentage for chances of each of the each of the items. the uh, contents it. yeah, yeah right. each of
0: the contents right. of it yeah Right. So, I, And the second bill... Yeah, yeah. Just let me finish yeah, this for, whole thing. For, go for, go for go again. Okay. So the second bill would flat out bar the sale of loot boxes games to anyone under 21 years old. A loot box game is anyone that offers a randomized in-game board of real-life money. So this is being done by the state rep called Chris Lee. Really cool guy. Like He's on YouTube. You guys can watch him. Nice. He drops movie references in all his speeches, like legislative speeches, right? Wow, I am literally crazy. not kidding. He, he quoted Terminator. I'm not kidding. He quoted Terminator. Like He's like, come with me if you want to live in a future. Without- wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he just, just quoted Terminator in, in the legislative that's speech. So I'm like, wow. Yeah, you win the internet. So this is what he had to say. He's like, I grew up playing games my whole life. And I've watched firsthand the evolution of the industry from one that seeks to create new things to one that's begun to exploit people, especially children, to man- maximize profit. So hence, like the Hawaii state of Hawaii is very actively uh, uh, like uh, you know scrutinizing the loot box case, and Chris Lee basically says that at the very least he hopes to bring awareness to this case so that every country at least knows that something like this is happening right so what that- is the thing? pretty cool yeah good stuff let's
1: like, think about all of this that's actually good stuff good i mean story. that
2: is the initial response that i believe any or every gong gives that is one of awareness yeah. and the second of a responsibility that they have towards the children and i think that is pinpoint accurate with what he had to say
1: yeah
2: obviously now whether he takes it a step further and goes to outright it or places age restrictions which i don't think in my opinion would yeah. do
0: a lot yeah. But it's just so much better to hear than a, a straight up article that says games promote gambling. Yeah. It's just yeah, so yeah. Like, At least that part is the move. Yeah. I, I, I mean,
2: the mainstream media has, uh, has pursued such titles, definitely. And that is something yeah. that should not happen, obviously, for obvious reasons. Mm. That's not how the gaming industry works. It's not a gambling industry. Right. There's a difference in letters mm. and in the world. Yeah, that's what mm. it is. Yeah.
1: But I mean, yeah, so you yeah. you did mention that uh, they are looking forward to, you know, like the second bill is basically, you know, they cannot sell this game to people below the gambling age, which is 21, right? right. Which mm-hmm. I think a lot of publishers will be highly against but if very much against it will be that kills the whole call of duty crowd exactly that kills not just the call of duty crowd <laughs> it actually kills all their sales because if you notice the gaming population like if you take it in you know the average set of gamers it's 18 to 24 right the ages of right. 18 19 20 cannot that they, this is splitting half of their audience right there from 18 to 24 and yes and 15 to 18 problem. are the budding uh, exactly, like other yeah. c- consumers as well exactly. right so, yeah. The, yeah. from the age of 16. Okay, represent. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So no more, no, uh, no more CSGO daughter for you fam. <laughs> if the law gets passed, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> more whales, no more whales being born. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I don't... Uh, also, uh, see, so that is where the publisher will be pissed. So but, and, and also, I think that's also a happy thing for the parents, because if you notice in a lot of countries where this law doesn't exist, right. uh. Kids, especially in America, kids, there's no such thing as a one-time password like what we have. We are lucky that way. So right. if, if I was, let's say for example, if oh I was God, a, I'm so annoyed
0: by that thing yeah. by the way,
1: right? I, I realized that it's sorry, I'm just like, I
0: buy by mistake and it just like, uh, it just exactly. buys the product and I'm like, Exactly. God, yeah. please, a little warning next time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So
1: OTP is kinda of that warning, but they don't have that in places like America and Europe. So, you know, your yeah. let's say if I was a dad in US, I have a little toddler and he just takes my credit card and buys the most expensive knife in CSGO or something like that. That's a lot of money lost oh, gone from my bank account. Holy shit. That shit like that has and it happened. It has happened. It has happened. It has
0: happened. Uh, but that's been very rare cases but it has happened. It has happened. Yes. yes.
1: Like a lot wow. people have sent like large amounts of donations to various streamers with their dads and moms. Yeah. And Oh, yes. Correct, correct. Yeah, correct. so that's that's true. there's no such thing as an this.
2: Sounds so stupid yeah. from an Indian perspective,
1: yeah.
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually glad we have the OTP yeah, yeah, so. exactly. So, exactly. so
1: yes. in a way, if, yeah. if someone complains to me, I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck, you this OTP thing, I'll be like, dude, shut up, it's good. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to pay. Make- yeah, I'm certainly yeah, thankful that
2: for the 30 seconds I spent waiting for that
0: OTP. <laughs> yeah, <actually. laughs> yeah uh, dude, no, really, here. it's very annoying because the Sony, like I said, the PS4 thing, you attach your credit card, it's I will, it, it does not ask OTP at all, and I was uh, oh, this, I was so confused the first time. I was like, I was like, OTP like, should I just like click buy? What I wonder what happens. Next thing you know, it's it's credited. It's gone. You bought the game. the same thing for uh,
1: Steam games as well as Origin games. Like Origin, even though it has right. Indian cur- like even though both these platforms have Indian currencies, nope, no OTP. Screw you, fam. You bought this. It's all yours. It's like the, the confirmation is that check out. That that's the confirmation. Like, are uh, you sure? That's it. It that does not make sense. That yeah. does not
2: make
0: sense. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's our conclusion. Yeah. I
1: guess. Thank you. Okay, for this,
0: so yeah. the. Yeah, so uh, the next one is something I want to... Firstly, yeah, great, great topic. It's, uh, I'm so glad we ended on a very positive yeah. basis. Yeah, <laughs> at least for once. Uh, but the next one is something we're all going to crack up at, all right? All right? Here's huh? your weekly reminder that Usyphur sucks. Usyphur sucks. <laughs> 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 oh, <boy. laughs> You, yeah, you just said, you said had just they don't fuck up. they they've taken it to an international level. So yeah. in the morning, people have woken up and you know they were uploading videos on Tekken Seven, and they realized they're being removed by, by due to corporate claims by M- guess who? MTV guess India, who? MTV yeah, India, MTV right. India, MTV India, exactly. So, uh, so again, okay, Twitter just like, so it looks like MTV India is blocking Tekken videos and streams on YouTube. And this is not just the streams that, that's the worst part. This is not just Tekken videos in India. This is Tekken videos all across M- MTV India is just removing them. It just filed copyright claims and it's been removing them. And, uh, Rishi Alwani from NDTV has been apparently constantly reaching out to MTV India and they're giving him no response. So
1: also also yeah. Before, I don't know that, also yeah. Before you guys <laughs> ask, don't worry. My Tekken Seven live stream archive videos are safe. I have not gotten a mail so far. I have not gotten any mail. Nice. So I'm in the clear. <laughs> I'm in the clear. I mean, if cipher is watching this, though, please don't. Thanks. I, I just don't, don't I, I mean, I don't care if you take <laughs> it. Oh, now be sad, fam, that I get a copyright strike. There'll be a small red mark on my three circles There's like, oh, it's an X. I'm like, crap. 90 days, no content. <laughs> there goes my plans. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Regarding this topic, I mean, you don't know where to start. You don't know where to end. Regardless. Exactly. It's just yeah. a quagmire of uh, God, your science yeah. is a gift that keeps on giving me. Oh, and reminder, we have the AstroKash Discord weekly shit posting set to Yusufo. Please do check it out. We'll drop the link in the description.
0: Anyway, <laughs> that being said. Uh, might as well, like, plug in your own shameless eSport uh, podcast while you're at <laughs> it.
2: Oh, yeah, so, we do have an eSport podcast with me, and that's where we dish on Yusufo for an entire 40 minutes. You should go watch that, or we'll drop the link in the description. Yeah.
1: Also, for As that, a trailer I would like you to talk shit about Yusufo. Also, as also to to add to, you, uh, to what Soham said, just for the lulz, I'll you. stream Tekken Seven just for the just for the lulz to so see what happens. I just want to know. <laughs> <Tekken> <laughs> stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's all
0: let's all just look, let's all just like have a Tekken uh, Seven tournament. Yeah, yeah let's, let's just, yeah, just have a tournament. Put on YouTube. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Tournament Tekken Seven shit posting happening soon. Yeah. whatever. Anyway, the winner gets so banned. Yeah, Soham back. You will. Yeah, so, winner gets <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so continue. I mean, yeah, I mean we have already covered this topic a lot of times, I suppose. But I, don't, we, e the, is the, the the title itself. First multi-game, multi-platform esports tournament. That itself does not make sense. So you know, a team dedicated to esports is not dedicated to esports when you make such claims. And I think this, this entire perspective that we argued in the podcast where it is essentially a reality show, not an esports show, and they can entirely review. they can make the entire show devoid of all esports content and still have their stream, which is something that all esports enthusiasts need to understand. They need to stop rallying to their cause, you know, as Yusuper, oh, which is going to bring something good for the scene. And that being said, we just see more proof for the entire argument that we had in the podcast where so yeah, they have no. Dis- they- there's complete disregard for oh, esports. Right. A- yeah. Are
0: yeah. you telling them no, to come so- clean and be honest with themselves? Like
2: yeah. they, 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 I mean, their actions speak for themselves. So there's no point in them coming in honesty. It's just on us, on the community, to spread awareness regarding them and hope for a better future where our people are more aware and more smart regarding what decisions they want to make, regarding who they promote, regarding what they want to regarding who they want to show as yeah. their messiah, their savior. You know, which is this, this yeah. is something that has been characteristics of Indian esports for a very long time. First there was I mean and I don't mind going into the controversy now. There was Ben worker. Yeah. Be... Yes, yeah, sir. Sorry, sorry yeah. Yeah. again I'm, I'm
0: stopping you, Continue,
2: then, continue, my friend. Then there was ASL India who came with a lot of comp and KT. They did not uh, live to their expectations. Should I we have you said there's absolutely no change in this pattern. but... We need again today, yesterday, and tomorrow from our side is more awareness from the community. That's right. all what we want to pursue as a sitcast. and that's what we should all head towards as a unifying goal.
0: That's about <laughs> it. Great speech, great, great hook, my friend. But again, uh, uh, to bring back to topic, why copyright uh, YouTube streams and videos?
2: I wouldn't be surprised if it, it would, if it just was a technical gap which they did not
0: give any. You know, probably
1: yeah,
2: it,
1: and, and that too, not not just I mean, I mean, not just Indian content creators, but also international content creators, which all which puts yeah. us at a bad spot. You know, cause this coming from MTV, There is you know. no
2: logical stance to it. The, the, I mean, I don't see any good reason for them to act on this. The only reason could be complete disregard for technical,
0: right? And uh, God damn, like uh, 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 a technical. I'm just saying a technical mis would be. Very, 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 very valid. And if I was the person at YouSafar, you I certainly would not want to come out and say that. But whatever, yeah. and which is we why I mean nobody. You nobody's like, yeah. to You need to give a statement that is very. Important. You don't need to give a statement like I don't like. It. Yeah, we don't. And do f- well, <laughs> yeah, YouSafar, <suffer. laughs> God damn it, YouSafar, fix, they, they, fix your they, they, shit. They, 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 like you have like, like, power happening it, there. You people punching each other. You have <laughs> like you have a lot of things to worry about.
2: People punching each other.
0: <laughs> what does the 100 uh, crore budget
1: do? Anyway, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ratsy. No, I mean, so this would actually put us at a very bad, like at a bad spot already. Like if you guys remember, it already does. Yeah, it's already does. Like see, if uh, in terms of esports, sports uh, I think in 2011 or 2012, there was this Indian gaming carnival in Noida. I think Soham knows. Oh, yep. Yeah, he knows. Yep, he knows yep, about this. Yep. Where they... Hosted like a three crore event, like a huge ass event. They hyped it up and they got like two international teams. When at the end of it, they kind of you know, they uh, set up, they, they, yeah, they shut down the entire thing, robbed the international teams, which made the and you know, all these international uh esports news uh websites covered it. And India got a freaking bad name. Like it was shameful. It was bad. And that is, that was one. Yeah. And we actually hope that nothing would ever happen and it didn't go so far, but, and now we are in a world where digital, you know, content creators, they're they are struggling hard to, you know, make a living out of, you know, making videos. And if there are you know, videos that are like Tekken seven, like Tekken centric, and if they get copyright right. claims or all the videos that, Hey, MTV, India comes in and just knocks on the door and be like, Hey man, guess what? You get a copyright strike. That's gonna, pro- that could end their uh, career. Oh, that's yeah. gonna oh, hurt. Oh, I true. imagine a guy
0: spending months to just like completely perfect yeah. the move with Hiyachi or some other character, Akuma or anything, and he just breaks down exactly. a 17 minute analysis video with all sorts of editing gadgets and everything. worked the yeah. whole two weeks for it, uploads it, taking down all by corporate, thanks you, i like,
1: ah, oh, come on, man. It's like everything that they <laughs> built up on. Like- that the years, maybe the yeah. months, the, the, the one year they've taken to build up that, uh, you know, their reputation or whatever they have, content, content they have yep. four Tekken 7 just shattered in like a snap of a finger. That's going to suck for them. And people yep. are going to look at India and be like, okay, we need to see which game India's playing now. Oh, shit, they're playing this game. Let's avoid that game. Like, okay, I'm out. of <laughs> Like, you know, so that could happen. So, I mean, So that this is this is not just a goof move that Ucipher did for their own PR. They basically almost I I don't know if they completely fucked us over yet. Because I hope you know whatever these guys are doing, that they're hopefully all of this shit is resolved. Because if it's not, then Ucipher done goof. Like as yeah, and I'd
2: like to just add one small point before we move ahead. Eight captains who we have in Ucipher, if they have any. Instead of commitment left to esports and to the Indian scene and to its image, they should push MTV India to give a statement regarding why they did this. That's, I think, mm. a, a imperative.
0: Challenging to call, so I'm challenging a call to action from other people. i no. so, so uh, yeah. I'm throwing out the glove, my friend. Yeah, but uh. you can say like that. But yeah,
2: they have an imperative to the community, to the international scene, and to India's image on why MTV did this, how could this happen from this side and what statement do they have to say in their defense?
0: It's, so it's again, you bring a very interesting point, but again, when you say community and now with the whole, like first thing, when you talk about microtransactions, still doing well, uh, and I'm starting to again, ask myself the question, are we as a community, the five percent, what is the majority of the crowd? Like thinking of you said, do you know any,
2: um, like okay. See, the problem is I'm in the echo room. Essentially. I am surrounded with people of similar thoughts. So Exactly, no, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's of no uh, I would say it's it's not weird for me to say that you know, people I know have uh generally been opposed to Yusuf. In fact my next uh, guest to the uh peaceful I won't tell his name, he'll be shedding a lot of light on the back seats of what happened in Yusuf and what um uh, what forms are given and what signs they had to do for being a part of it anyways uh but yeah this is echo room in which I, have an, I am in nevertheless what i've seen is on youtube they have a lot of dislikes almost always yeah the only time when i, saw, when I could first experience a point where there was some weird support for uh Youssef was in the punching photo if you remember of uh team brutality's venom where he showed uh, how can I forget puns, it's you know? a you yeah. shit <laughs> Yeah, so uh, essentially what had happened, just for the viewer, uh, who was coming for the first time, uh, there was a punching photo and it was a, basically a drama they had recreated created. And what I saw astonishingly, I was hoping in the comments that you would get trashed for this, but nevertheless, what I saw was a few agitated fans who took it literally and were cursing the opponent's uh, team and their captain. So
0: what you had essentially was a complete herd mentality, I would say. Yeah, it's, more the yeah. It's exactly what Yusafar wanted to cultivate. Exactly what Yusafar
2: wants. Exactly the audience, yeah. audience yeah. Is,
0: that is the reality show audience. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I, I was yeah. appalled in the first instance regarding how could there be such people, but nevertheless, I should be a little not worthy. Which is uh, yeah, which <laughs> is why like
0: when you realize the what is happening, yeah, the like, you realize man well, Yep. Yeah, when you're realizing that going uphill, well, but it is scary yeah. though. And yeah, great point. Like we will be discussing, of course. Soham is the person who will be discussing more in his coming podcast. I hope yeah. I see. I will see. Please do. Sure check-
1: also, another, you all should check that also out. Also, another plugin yeah. Discord server link in the description. Uh, the weekly yeah, podcast right. is going on.
0: Very Sorry.
2: important. It's amazing. We are having a lot of fun. Yeah. I we are right. having a lot of <laughs> like
0: home baked <laughs> me home baked <laughs> memes, freshly, freshly yeah. off the pad. Like- straight up. Like, oh, <laughs> if yes. you want to join that, up. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, And we will move on to the next topic. And now we are going to go back to Sony and especially the security issues with Sony. Not issues specifically, but Mm -hmm. and FBI. FBI. (laughs) Yes, you heard that right. Uh, So, FBI had like, uh, again, I'll read this article right now. So, Sony had just handed over information to the FBI on a PlayStation 4 user. Who was initially suspected of planning to travel from kansas to middle east to fight apparently on behalf of an organization so this is an uh, article stated by forbes and forbes believes this is the first public case of ps4 data being passed to the cops by the tech giants it also is the first example of sony providing data on any of its console users after uh, you know receiving a government order so the warrant uh, basically stated that uh, FBI had asked details related to the activities of, uh, I say, Mohammed, I don't know how to pronounce this. Uh, who was apparently suspected of traveling to Iraq by Egypt to fight for a terrorist organization, which was called the strangers. Apparently this was the term. And if you're not wrong, I think strangers was a term that was being used in some of the ISIS videos as well. Uh, all right. And, the application was filed back in May 2017, but only now did we get to know that we had actually asked Sony to, you know, give them the information. So through the PSN, uh, they everything about the console activity, the sales history, as well as device message history for both PS3 and PS4 co- consoles. And now you might be asking a question, why search a uh, PlayStation, right? And so the suspicion seemed to have arose that After the police had uh, interviewed Mohammed's brother, who told him that the suspect had deleted all the information on the PS4, basically, the brother uh, told the investigators some of the other uh, details, including that Mohammed's brother, uh, Mohammed had installed a lock on the door of a garage at the family's home and was very private about the area. He only had his PS4 inside the garage. And well, this again links back to the rumor that Sony had, you know, with the Unfortunate case of the things in Paris where they had actually told that the PS4 was used as a means to communicate, right?
1: Yeah,
0: I'm right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeding anything, but yes, this is. I, I believe it is something that needs to be word like brought to, uh, in case. Yeah. So the FBI were able to carry out an initial search on the PS4 after Mohammed gave them the permission. So, but that re- just revealed that the pay- PlayStation had been wiped. So uh, FBI went to uh, Sony and asked him to give them all the details, right? Uh, and so Sony basically obviously had all the details, and uh, the FBI eventually tracked him down uh, to Cairo, where he was detained and interviewed by federal investigators. I'm just saying this because the whole story is pretty interesting. There he revealed that he wanted. Hello! Oh, hey! Hi! Right. I think I think things got cut off again. Yeah. Damn you FBI! Fine, we'll move on to the next topic. So, guys, uh, this is something that hits me personally, and it's something uh, uh, IGN uh, has released an article that has been circulated a lot and is rather misleading, uh, which says that Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, has a PC player base that has dropped by eighty percent. All right. So they said that Dragon Ball Z fi- Dragon Ball Fighter Z, quickly became the most fi- played fighting game in Steam's history with forty-four thousand three hundred active players at launch. All right. Since then, however, the player base has dec- has drastically plummeted, dropping by eighty percent. Now, GitHub. Whoa. Yeah, no, let me just get to the whole thing, okay? Now, Game okay. Type reports the concurrent player count for the last weekend was just over 9,000 on Steam, meaning that 80% of the PC player base dropped off in two weeks, all right? So, this is the article IGN says, and they're like, oh, uh, is this bad for uh, Dragon Ball FighterZ? Uh, will they, uh, will they, like, Get back up. So they say by comparison, the previous team world record holder Tekken Seven, which amongst 18k players on stream, lost the same percentage. Okay, so that's there. Yeah. All right. So and it, it basically paints a grim picture for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. All right. Uh, and let me tell you why this is misleading. Because a drop of 80% is not uh, for an arcade game. Uh, is very common actually. Well, because mostly due to many, many many factors because firstly arcade game requires a decent chunk of skill uh like learning curve and it's a very it's a solo based game right it's not where somebody can carry you and you know mm-hmm. you like have the learning game together with those people it's made pretty much you online all mm-hmm. right and dragon ball fighter z despite having the best like uh concurrent players in the start Still is the number one uh, most played fighting game. It's, it has uh, on Steam now. You can check it up. Uh, that's where it stands. And I'm going to ask you a few questions. All right. So currently, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, again, taken from a minute, had a 24-hour peak of players of 6,700. All-time peak of 44,230. All right. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will. This is on Steam, by the way. Uh, in comparison, I will show Tekken Seven uh, has a twenty-four hour peak player base of two thousand four hundred and an all-time peak of eighteen thousand eight hundred. Okay, nowhere okay. close to. Okay, Street okay. Fighter Five Arcade Edition has a twenty-four hour peak uh, audience of concurrent players of one thousand six hundred and an all-time peak of thirteen thousand eight hundred. All right. Yeah. Now, here's where <laughs> I'll give you the question, uh, guess the 24 hour peak, uh, concrete players of Marvel versus Capcom infinity. 26,000. Okay.
1: Oh wait, uh, 24 uh, hour no? peak, uh, 20... 1,000.
2: 20... Oh no, wait, they wait, they this... will be much famous, right?
1: 50,000. Okay. I'm going for 50,000. Wait, that's 50,000 for a 24 hour peak.
0: Yeah. Pretty crappy. Uh, I just, I just said, uh, I just uh, said 44,000 peak concurrent viewers for uh, players for a arcade game ever. That was Dragon Ball fight. Oh, it's such a cool thing to do. Oh uh, boy. Okay.
2: 10,000, I
1: guess, Okay. should I reveal it to you? Wait, 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 one second. I want to okay, give, give my que- I want to give my que- uh, que- uh, my guess. Fuck. Uh, 4,200.
0: Okay. Ooh, okay. I'm going to reveal it to you. It's all-time peak is 3,500 so and it's 24-hour peak wow. is 34 players. What?! Confirmed flop that game. Holy In shit. In fact, an indie arcade game of a girl's name has a higher uh, peak thing. So these are the stats, and you can tell all of these combined are still lower than Dragon Ball Fighter Z's current stats going on. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Okay. So despite, so yeah, despite what uh, uh, despite IGN painting such a grim picture, Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, is doing brilliant, even without brilliant. the whole Indian market. Above brilliant. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: Above brilliant. It, it, even without, and it's not even released in India on yeah. Steam. Yeah.
1: It's not. It's not so available. Sad.
0: Wow, you don't know yeah. where to begin with such a story. <laughs> <don't you>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm I'm sure I think with the popularity of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, it will be like I don't know some uh, form like this. it should be make its way to Steam markets. Obviously, yeah. Arcade has a bigger uh, base in console, but I definitely do believe that uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z should be. Uh, on uh, on uh, on Steam because basically come on Wes, this is the best way to bring Indian audience back into arcade by a franchise that holds so much value to the of this to the audience. Uh, but that being said, I'm just happy. I just wanted to bring this clarity to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't drag up but no it's it's not it's not it's currently doing better than any other arcade writer. So guys like uh, yeah, yeah take it
1: away if you guys have anything to add. I mean nothing. I'm not, I'm, um, I'm not a big. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I'm just disappointed that the most played fighting game on Steam is not available in India. Like, I'm. I'm genuinely yeah, disappointed. That's sad. Yeah, I'm genuinely. I like playing on a moment. I mean, I don't go for
2: the skill cover as such. It's just fun between two people. That's all. And yeah. I remember having uh, Tinkaji Budokai. I mean, the Naruto thing and the Dragon Ball thing. I played a lot of it in childhood on the PS so Two.
0: Yeah, I remember, I, I still remember Soham said Naruto oh, Bhiru, I in the 20th <laughs> I'll do the show, I don't remember now. Naruto uh, okay. yeah. I do, oh, I I so yeah, I really, really want uh, this to be brought to stream because again, uh, from everything I've experienced and I've played a bit of it, it is the definitive, it just feels like right. It's everything you dreamed of when you were when you watch Dragon Ball Z and thought, like, this would be so awesome as a game. And this is yeah. the exact this realization of that dream. Yeah, this is the yeah. exact realization of that dream. And we're so glad to actually have this. And I believe that it is one of the major uh, games that will be played in EVO 2018, the arcade uh, international tournament. I, I guess we should do a live reaction for that so that we can gain more. Bring mm-hmm. this more to the audience. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess we'll yeah. uh, move on to that's the perfect, next topic. Perfect. Which is the spiciest part of our podcast, which is the rumor mill. And this uh-huh. should excite Soham because uh-huh. the first rumor that we have states that Disney is thinking of ditching EA when it comes to the Star Wars IP and is looking at other other options. It says that uh-huh. Bob Iger yeah, was, okay, so clarifying which uh, saying, uh, so, Disney was not involved in the removal of microtransactions, by the way, which I yeah. definitely thought was not the case. I don't think they would do that. Uh, no. But they definitely were not pleased with the way it was received, especially definitely. during such a crucial definitely. time when Star Wars The Last Jedi uh, yeah. release as well. And it wasn't exactly the most unanimously loved Star Wars movie. <laughs> very, very divisive movie. And the franchise is in... Like, has quite a divided audience and yep. ea is not helping the case so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with so much troubles i wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, disney would be looking at other options which but i don't know how the contract works however another which this has me more excited but the same piece of article uh, says that the other other companies ea is looking for to tie up disney so. are disney uh, Ubisoft and Activision. Wow.
1: Wait,
2: Okay. wait, uh, Disney- Out of the frying
0: pan into the boiling
2: pot. Huh? Wait. Yes, I- <laughs> wait,
1: wait. <laughs> wait, uh, just, uh, quick. I just have a quick query. Uh, when you said Disney wants to tie up with Activision, does it, does that also include Blizzard? Because you know, Activision and Blizzard do have like a conjo- Like,
2: I don't think it would include Blizzard. Yeah, it does not make sense. I it does not make
1: sense. it's not stated, but
0: I don't know. Firstly, it's all I don't think Blizzard would go
2: for a franchisee def- that moves out of their competence. I mean, not for yeah. the, com- the comfort zone. General purview, as you would yeah. say. They they have yeah, done no. an incredible job with Warcraft and Charter, but these are home you know? You yeah, do not true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bring the same yeah. level of expertise and technicalities to something that would come from the outside. Exactly, yeah. I wouldn't say it would it would not make sense to me honestly, if Blizzard were to take up that case. In terms of Ubisoft, I would say they didn't uh, from what I've heard,
1: they've done a pretty swell job with acid, uh, Assassin's Creed, what is yeah, They've yeah. done a pretty oh, job so with, with Assassin's Creed. Yeah, with Assassin's Creed. Now you know it, guys. Yeah. I mean, Where the quality comes see, from. See, that's why I'm wearing my hoodie, you know, for like an cast, yeah. Ubisoft. That's why. Right.
0: Pay up some money and you will uh, unlock Arnub as the baby. So. <laughs> <there are> Ubisoft <laughs> <boys in-house. laughs> yeah, we, Ubisoft bought my in-house. Yeah, there we go.
2: Yeah. We can act- so, yeah. I would say it would be interesting if Ubisoft took it up. Mm-hmm. It, it would def- definitely open a lot more pathways that weren't with EA. EA, mm-hmm. while it had it for a long time, anything. Shadow of was pretty good. Its multiplayer was really good. I didn't play too. Simply because it was way too operational. But nevertheless. Um, Ubisoft generally has charged a little less and I would say Ubisoft help also goes a long way because they put on steam their games and I'm not a big fan of Origin and platform. But yeah, I would say interesting times are ahead of us. That's it. Yeah.
0: I would definitely pick Ubisoft among the three people. I mean, yeah, same. same. Yeah, group, U- but yeah, Ubisoft Activision C- with the C- Destiny C- 2 have completely lost me, <laughs> whatever no, because- they're doing.
2: Yeah,
1: the, uh, the whole ever thing is pretty bullshit. French, I would just you? Say... Oh. oh you I'm Oh, yeah. you... Uh, hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I was slowly DC. Yeah, you guys all went robotic on me, but that's okay, we're back. So not much needed there. But yeah. Uh so I would even I would pick Ubisoft. Also, even if you talk about all the three companies like you got Activision you've got EA and you've got uh, Uplay I mean uh, Ubisoft each of them have their own unique platforms like their own standalone platforms Right. like I I don't know if that's something worth mentioning but I mean it's it's kind of that is definitely worth mentioning because
0: uh, if there's any uh, let's get it Star Wars sells all right yeah it does and yeah uh, uh, that'd be a good property to have on your side if you want to promote. Also,
1: film, also you know. it's a very interesting take to imagine, you know, Disney having like, you know, having a say in Tom Clancy's series, something that's based off the books and Ubisoft, you know, being the guys who have, you know, nurtured and released all, most of the, actually, I think all the Tom Clancy games have been Ubisoft published, if I'm not yep, mistaken. Yep, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. yeah, so, yes, yes. you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, Disney's you know, take on that as well. Maybe for the next Tom Clancy game that comes out, you know, based off another wait, one of the. Wait wait wait, 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 wait,
0: the whole, uh, you lost me. Take on Tom Clancy.
1: I mean, I don't know, I just thought of Tom Clancy when, you, when Ubisoft came into the picture, so. Oh,
0: okay, but no, I, I don't know, Disney won't be taking stance in Tom, oh, Ubisoft's games, by the way. That's not the thing. Yeah. Give... yeah. So, before we move on to the next topic, uh just gonna give you a fantasy thing. Who which would be your ideal developing uh you know, studio for Star Wars oh, game. Okay. I mean my heart says Valve, but
2: I know
1: it's so you're a Valve fanboy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, a... I'm a Valve fanboy right from the boat. Like I, I'm a, I'm a like I'm a Blizzard fanboy and I would actually wanna say Blizzard, but I know that's not gonna happen happen because Blizzard always does yeah, original same IP. Same Blizzard always does uh, original shit, even Valve. So I mean um, who would better take the Star Wars IP? Dota 2, very usual. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um...
0: original IP is like Dota 2. Never mind. Yeah, uh, still
1: waiting for you. Um, not sure which developer would be. I mean, I would actually want to say some Japanese developer name, like Sega or whatever like it'd be funny hey, that'd be fine it'd be fine I, I mean Star
0: Wars drew inspiration from uh, Kirakura <laughs> yeah. and
1: others hey, it'll be it'll be pretty cool you know yeah. let's say let, let's say they make yeah. they remake the first six episodes in like the Japanese anime art and then suddenly you know oh you I- imagine that scene between uh... well, there are samurai movies there are samurai movies it's just like yeah, yeah I know I know I know yeah. <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> no, but also Im- yeah. imagine the Japanese dubs or even if they actually get Japanese people to you know act out in the like, voice the anime or whatever it'll be like, uh, oh, yeah, Watashiwa Anakin Skywalker this <laughs> or some shit like that. It would be pretty funny. <laughs> it would be pretty funny to right. watch that.
0: Yeah, that sounds nice. Ah, my, for me, it'd be one of these two. Firstly, Rockstar Games, I think, would do a really great oh, job. Oh,
1: yeah, the they World did not universe. cross my mind. As
0: an oh.
2: Um, I mean, oh Rockstar would also cross to another IP from their original set of
0: games. Oh, but yeah. No, no, fit no, 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 no. no. Yeah, one can hope as far, dude. When it comes to Star Wars, everybody just like like goes um, there, like nostalgic.
1: Yeah, yeah like sure, I want yeah, to
0: sure. do something stuff. It's there, and well, other thing would be, uh, well, Telltale Games has a lot of LucasArts former staff in it, and I would be surprised that that's going to be a very niche game. But I would love to see yeah. one of that. But I'm pretty sure they're
1: gonna but, do uh, one Star I, Wars game. I mean, I, 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 they I mean, I think a Telltale game. Why just kill the aspects? Like you know, okay, you've got the game. Why? Yeah. Why have okay? Actually,
2: it, will just it to Yeah, actually true. One, yeah, yeah, there are yeah, many things team true.
1: Team true team yeah. one... I mean, correct. Yeah, it can't be yeah. the main story alone. Yeah, i so, I mean, it like an- another company that comes to my mind would be Crytek. You know, in terms of graphical. Aesthetics, mm-hmm. Crytek would actually make right. it look amazing, and I think oh, yeah. the, would do a
2: really good job. they would they would got good shooters in it, their back exactly, yeah.
1: And they've got like some really cool mechanics that they can implement. Plus with yeah, the cry, yeah, with yeah the, Plus Cry-tech actually yeah. sounds really wonderful. Yeah, and also with the Cry Engine, right. it uh, you know Cry Engine maybe has takes it to another Exactly, level. like full environmental destruction. You know that would be really cool. It would actually go up to that yeah, large scale war. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's actually be a very good picture. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. It would be pretty cool. Anyway, yeah. Great things.
0: Uh, Whatever thing, we should just be, right now, we should just hope for it getting out of EA's hand. Uh, Guys (laughs) who are watching this, who do you think would be the best, like, developing a studio to, like, take on the Star Wars, if at all? Let us know down in the comments about that. So with that, we will move to the third rumor, juicy, juicy rumor that just came up today. Which says that a Call of Duty movie is in the works and it is going to be directed by the director of Sicario 2 Soldado called Stefano Solima. There's a lot of S in the name, but yeah. And it's going to be written by this by the script will be written by Karen Fitzgerald. And Fitzgerald is possibly known for Fitzgerald. No, it's not, it's not, it's, it, they're not the de- descendants of the person who wrote The Great Gatsby. Oh, damn it. It's not, God damn it's, it. I was excited. I know Fitzgerald is a very unique name, but it is not the spawn of Zelda Fitzgerald, right? So, uh, the screenplay for, Z- uh, this person wrote the screenplay for Snowden, uh, the Edward Snowden, uh, biopic, most oh, famous. Okay. One. So guys, uh, yeah, uh, Call of Duty movie. What's that even gonna be like? Very. It's just going to be one, one, World War One or I mean, something Dunkelkiss or yeah, behind but
2: the, the, the like, I, mean, he, I cannot yeah. think beyond a wartime movie. Where Call of Duty could
0: improvise on some shit. Yeah. I, mean, like, I know, right? Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, what would it do to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, What would yeah. it do that would separate it from other games? Like they would have to go something weird, like Black Ops or Modern Warfare or something like that. Well, yeah, I don't see...
2: Black Ops actually would
0: be really Black Ops I mean, would I mean, actually the... be really good in hindsight. The first yeah, Black Ops,
1: right? Yeah, The
0: one where they do a real crash and stuff. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. they, they are... do
2: not follow it right? because they're next to
0: that would be insane. Actually, and it will fall in line because the next game is going to be Black Ops 4. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Is it from? Yeah, yeah. The next game is going to be Black Ops 4. Nice. So it's a oh. perfect line if they do a Call of Duty Black Ops and it'll yeah, like work yeah, as a yeah, perfect thing it, for I mean, marketing
1: I, if they do that. I mean, see, I would not be, <laughs> su- but I would, I would also not be surprised, like, if they probably made a movie that kind of connects the dots between Black Ops 3 to Black Ops 4. That's also a possibility. Like they've got so many things to do, they could even make like a remastered Modern Warfare. Like, see Modern Warf uh, see Modern Warfare is one of my favorite uh, you know trilogies in Call of Duty. With uh, you know, th- there was a lot of gap between Call of- Modern Warfare One and Modern Warfare Two. They could probably put a movie center, you know to f- to fill fulfill that you know kind of fix that gap like how there was that gap between right. episode three and episode uh, four with uh, Rogue One right. the Star Wars story so a Call of Duty movie you know to fill that gap can also work and who knows it could be like a series of like how Star Wars has their own episodic uh, features probably a Call mm-hmm. of Duty movie they might plan it like they might plan it like a side story multiple side stories like a quick one hour half like you know one and a half hours or two hour uh, feature film Kind of piecing it together with the uh, Call of Duty lore that the fans loved back then, like the Modern Warfare series, the Black Ops mm-hmm. uh, trilogy. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. a point. Yeah, and also, you know, also right. they need to, they do need to uh, bring back ghosts. I mean, that was one game where the ending. I, I'm still wondering what the fuck happened after that ending. Like, I'm wondering, like, what the hell is going on? Like, what, where did the brother go? Where, where did your brother go? Sorry for spoilers, but where did he go, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> where did the brother go? Yeah, well, I mean, if you guys have played... Uh, the, the, that,
0: that should be the marketing for the- Where did you wonder where the brother went? We have answers. Watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But you know what? Actually, what uh, has me excited is Sicario is a brilliant movie by Dennis Villeneuve that I really, really love. Uh, I have no, no idea on the new director, but again, I would assume they would have to get someone really, really special to, like, take over Dennis Villeneuve's thing. And Snowden was a pretty rad movie as well. Um, so yeah, there's quite a bit of pedigree behind the movie as well.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: guess what? I think, I think we just, I, I think I just like convinced myself to be excited for this movie, hey, whatever's mm-hmm.
1: happening. Hey, I mean, I always <laughs> wanted, I mean,
0: oh, yeah, you Oh you
2: yeah, you were saying, uh, no, no, you, go, go, for you go, go for it. I mean, I'm never that excited because simply there has to be an imperative in them to be more creative regarding making it something that is. Call of Duty and something that is not as same as every single wartime movie ever made. Oh, that oh, I don't know, I don't good know good if
0: a video game adaptation is to be creative, my friend. I
1: mean, see, that... I don't,
0: yeah, that, that's what gets me
2: excited. Maybe if they go for that, it would be really interesting to see how it happens.
1: Now, there, is, there is one way for them to make this uh, video game adaptation stand out, is to record it in the first-person perspective. We have seen... Uh, oh
0: my god! Oh, no, no, please. No, no, Get out of here. Get out, no, out of here. <laughs> what? Please, no. No, This has happened. No, by the way, this has happened. It were, it happened in Doom and it's sunk. No,
1: no. See, right? the one in Doom was complete trash. I, I'll admit. It was complete trash. It was... Pathetic. I was. I'm talking about in right. terms of the movie Hardcore Henry. If you guys have seen it, the first-person right. perspective shooting. Yeah, movie. I've seen. I've seen that yeah. movie. Yeah, that movie is like if you really good, yeah, if you look at the camera works for that particular movie, it was good. See, screw Doom. The Doom movie, hmm. it is trash. I agree with you guys. But I'm saying a first person perspective hmm. on that line. Maybe not too Michael Beige, but more wartime ish, where you can actually see the guy panting, you know, his vision blurring out. More up. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Exactly. Like, mix up that Saving Private okay. Ryan's realism with that first person perspective to get that ultimate that immersion. Sense. Like, that's the first person perspective that they can actually put forward. And that would actually be cool. That would be very cool. Mm-hmm. He's got a yeah, so yeah. I'm, am I back in the podcast because I never got out to begin. because I'm in control. Who said you guys were in control in the first place? <laughs> Rats pulling out, pulling out uh, money, my, 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 my anyway, prop card. <laughs> yeah.
0: so we've got a lot and that this thing slowly transitions us into a lot of, uh, not a lot of, but few more. Video game adaptation news. And I don't know, this one is bizarre. I don't know if I have to. I just decided to bring this in because Sword Art Online is an anime, which also has a game, but it is an anime based on a video game world. And okay. apparently, uh, Sword Art Online is coming to Netflix. And Netflix is. Uh, yeah, Sword Art Online, a game. Uh, I'm assuming this was because they assume uh, Ready Player One to be trending. So, which is another thing. Uh, so, uh, again, executive producer Leah Carlo says neither she nor Netflix, this is interesting, is interested in a whitewashed edition. This was there in the first line itself. All right. So, besides credits ranging from, uh, so this producer has be, uh, worked on Avatar and Shutter Island, and she's the one who has created alter, Altered Carbon. By the way, you guys should check it out. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Pretty decent. Yeah. So it's
2: there's a, been a lot authority. of advertisement.
0: I mean, it's it's not perfect, but uh, it's uh, aesthetically, it's a very, very, very good-looking cyberpunk mm-hmm. series, which I think everybody should check. I out. like
2: futuristic um, aesthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aesthetics.
1: It's really good. It's, it's, it does a lot of interesting. things. mean, I, does not. I mean, I, I to, also also want to point out Devilman had some very, very, very nice aesthetics. Aesthetics. Preach, brother. Preach. Very nice aesthetics. Right? Yeah. Yes. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna tell you the
0: statement right away. It's like. Uh, the producer said, "Let's get the obvious bit out of the way. Sora Online is an essentially Japanese property, in which Kirito and Asuna, who are both two leads, are Japanese in the television show. Kirito and Asuna will be played by Asian actors. Yes. Whether or not that was the question underneath your, whether or not that was the question underneath your question, this person, like the producer Caligridus, says to the reporter." <laughs> It's not a conversation about whitewashing. When I sold it to Netflix, we were all on the same page. They were not interested in whitewashing it, and I'm not interested in whitewashing it. In terms of secondary characters, because the game is meant to be global, the way it's presented in the anime and in light novels, there are secondary characters that clearly are from other parts of the world, like clan and Argil. To me, it's very obvious when you watch it that you're meant to take this game, spans the globe, uh, but Kirito and Asuna are very clearly located as kids from Japan and Tokyo, if I'm not mistaken. That is what we will be doing because it is the story there are, in my mind anyway, much like Major Matoogo Kusanagi in Ghost in the Shell, defined in part by being seminal characters in an Asian piece of art. That jab there. Yeah, I saw it. Kusanagi. That's the first and the biggest thing. <laughs> the statement <laughs> just ended with a jab of Ghost in the Shell, clearly referencing the Scarlet Jones in the movie. Look, wow.
1: That that was... guys yeah uh, what do you have to say now yeah l- l- so you can go first like i'll take the. L- no no you go ahead. Right. i i don't have much on anime all right so yeah he does not watch anime. oh yeah he's not a weeb like us he's not he's not one of us yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see so oh, oh, okay. yeah not one of us yeah so um for me Uh, Sword Art Online, when my friend introduced it, I love that concept of VR MMORPG and it would be awesome if uh, you know, there was a live action movie on it but yeah, after seeing all the recent movies, you've got Avatar, we've got uh, Dragon Ball Z, we've got Mortal Com- Wait, not Mortal Kombat, sorry, you know, Ghost in the Shell. All of these movies have been whitewashed, right? And they ha- they were pretty pathetic. But Sword Art Online, it, with having that diversity, like, you know, the two Asian, uh, main Asian leads, we've got Klein probably being played uh, you know, by a Caucasian actor and we've got Ajil being played by an African-American actor. That would be pretty cool. It would be cool to have that diverse, because again, as you mentioned, Sword Art Online is a game that is global, played by everyone from the world. And I would actually, right. it would be nice if they actually follow, you know, went in all that. But more onto the content of the Sword Art Online, I want to know more about what went through Kirito's mind after, uh, after he le- after the whole Sachi incident, you know, the Black Cats Guild. I think uh, mm-hmm. if you remember episode three, after what happened at the end of the episode, right. like no spoilers at home, so, because I actually, I actually implore you, go ahead, go you ahead. should, no, no, you should watch the anime because trust me, you will love it. It, it's on gaming, it's on MMORPGs. I've got so many animes in my list. <laughs> so screw, I names. mean, watch Sword Art Online. I know many people in the. I have Devil Devil, devil, devil man, Cry maybe Yeah, first. okay, watch that first. Watch that first, watch, that, yeah, watch that first. Yeah, watch that first, and then you go on to Sword Art Online okay. because you like it as, oh, in, as it's into that, gaming as well. That, that, that. So. Yeah, yeah. So that that's what I like. I mean, I, I want to know more because see, if you notice each episode, there's like a huge time gap. I hope the movie kind of covers right. those parts. Maybe they don't have to, they can rush it in. Or if they want to make a trilogy or whatever, be my guest. I don't really care. I mean, more the merrier. I'll watch it. I'll I'll definitely watch it. And, oh, be yeah, cool.
0: but, and it's be- it's definitely, uh, first of all, I'm not a huge fan of sort but I do that. A, a TV, if, if you are adapting an anime, a TV series is the best way to go about it because of the long-form structure yeah. of storytelling. Be, be, besides uh, anything else, I mean, we've seen it, it. It did not work with the Death Note movie. It never would have. Definitely not the Dragon Ball movie. There's just too much uh, plot to like cram into one piece of movie. So yeah, Netflix. I'm actually really interesting uh, because uh, the world is so online. While interesting. Grab me much, but I am looking forward to how much it, like they adapted because. After a while, just admit it. It becomes a harem anime, where it just becomes about pretty, him dating every single pretty, girl. Pretty afterwards. much. They <laughs> I mean, they should have gone with a yeah. light
1: novel approach. I, I haven't read the night, light novels, but a friend of mine told me they never had much of that harem or like the haram thing or whatever. Like, ha- haram. <laughs> haram. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. They, 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 never, they never had any ha- harem. It was more focused on him investigating on all that. And uh, mm-hmm. I, that, that's, I have to read the light novels to, you know, know that for myself. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, my friend, right. my friend likes to troll around. So I'm not sure if he was being serious, whether there was no harem in that, but I, I just want to read the night light novels to know how it is.
0: Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, and the best part is every day we get closer to this. We get closer to a Konosuba live action series. Nice. I'd like to see that happen. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, adaptations set in video games world, uh, did any of you guys check out the new Ready Player One trailer?
1: Oh, I have. No? I have. They have so yeah. many video game and pop culture references in that. So many.
0: Just just two words. Halo Spartans. <laughs> Dude, Halo Spartans. Did you, check, did, did you see that? Yeah, like, I, did, I did. Just an, army, an army of Halo Spartans just running towards the enemy. In that, I think that's in Halo uh, Arena. And I was like, "Yeah, well, you won. There's no way you can convince me to, <laughs> that that the opponent has any chance when you have Halo Spartans on your side, you have a Gundam on your side. You're clearly riding a Delorean. Everything is on your side. All we, you need is Goku, and you're sorted." Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I even saw a lot. I even I
1: even saw Overwatch characters, and I think uh, other Walker yeah, characters. Yeah, Tracer, Tracer. Tracer is there. Chunli is there. Yeah, Tracer, yeah. Chunli. I think I even noticed. Uh, I think Bro- uh, Magni Bronzebeard from world of Warcraft. I think I did notice him in the trailer. Oh wait, I
0: think I think you're talking about the uh, trailer that came
1: two weeks ago. Oh, I'm not talking about the recent one. I was talking about the first trailer, the first trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah I do yeah. I remember yeah. seeing a World of Warcraft character in that. I'm not hundred percent sure. Yes, yes. But it did seem like a really cool movie. But I have a feeling it's it might end up, you know, crashing down. I have a feeling. I I just have a bad feeling that's going to end up crashing down well, pretty badly. Uh, yeah, even if
0: it's crashing down, I do have. Fear. Steven Spielberg to at least make a, an entertaining movie. He is directing yeah. it. No, that, that's the I'm thing. assuming the only way you can get I mean, yeah.
1: That's the only <laughs> thing that gave me hope that Steven Spielberg, mm. if that name wasn't there, I would have yeah. instantly decided like, okay, I'm not watching this movie. Screw that.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, like I'm, I've i read the book. I'm not a fan of the book because it, same. Just like that, that and Armada are like, uh, in my opinion, I thought it was a pretty average book, but they basically elevated to pop culture legendary because it slaps you with a pop culture reference every single line. Like every like scene. Like uh, I believe, was a game, yeah, Arbada, I believe, uh, he wrote that. It was a game that was designed by Hidya Jima, uh, Taka Miyazaki, and every other like developer in the world and stuff like that. And it just like, yeah, it gives you this minor orgasms because you're like, oh, I get that reference and it's cool. And Steven Spielberg has just taken that to another level. He's like, hey, yeah, so what properties should I put in? Okay, can I put that in? No, I don't care. I'm Steven Spielberg. Just bring that. Bring it all into this world. just, <laughs> <laughs> all of you, 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 are all in this movie. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so it's, I, 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 it's going to be an event. I'm just going to say whether it's good or bad, it's going to be an event.
2: It's going yeah. mean,
0: So what do you have it. to say about that? Yeah. Sounds interesting. I'll definitely have
2: a look after all the description is given that. And yeah, that's, that's good.
1: That's about yeah. I mean, I feel optimistic. Yeah, same. same I feel. I, I mean, for me, I'm kind of like on the fifty-fifty side. I'm hoping that it doesn't crash, but I'm also hoping that it's amazing. One thing's for certain, I will not watch it first day for sure because I have no time. <laughs> but I will definitely watch it nonetheless. <laughs> I will definitely watch it nonetheless. Yeah, that's
2: watching a movie.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it sure is actually. Coming forward to our last topic for the day, and surprisingly, it's another video game adaptation, and this one is Persona Five. Just had its recent anime trailer with the English subtitles. I'm not sure if any of you had time to check it out. At least it was one minute long, it gave us a basic glimpse uh, into what it's like. Uh, Rats, you'll be interested to no? know the it's being it's not being directed by the studio who made the anime scenes in the game. But it will be 12 episodes, so you don't have to worry about a, a huge time sync rat Yes. And yes, it is going to be directed by a guy who has also worked on some really weird titles like Welcome to the NHK and some very, very, very unique titles, which makes sense because Persona 5 is a very weird franchise. It if is. I had to, like, sell this... Yeah, if I had to, like, uh, explain this game to any somebody, it, it's very weird. But it's like... Uh, Imagine Spider-Man and Pokemon had a baby, and on the other side on the other side, Inception and Death Note had a baby, and these two babies had a baby together, that would be Persona 5, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, just like, so yeah, just like Spider-Man, you have this like daily life going on where you go to school, you go on dates, you do all these things, you eat burgers and have just challenges mm-hmm. and all that thing that's going on. Your daily lives are going on. It's unlike other games, it is set in this calendar system where you're one year, just like Harry Potter, actually, you have one year of school and you just do daily tasks and things at night. Uh, you become this super high, like, phantom thief, you this like gentleman thief kind of thing. Only thing is, you're stealing people's hearts, you're actually going into this metaverse, which uh, is a young archetype, where uh, which is this mind palace of a person who holds these great desires and. You basically raid the whole dungeon, which is created as a manifestation of this really evil person who has like a projected, Whoa. like distorted reality around it. So you do that as a dungeon, and you basically steal the hardware, based the poor emotion that is driving this person. So it could be lust, it could be pride and stuff. So basically, once you steal, just like inception, it's all in a in like a different reality. And once you steal that, their whole the emotion that is driving them is gone. So all the decisions that were rooting. Through that they don't have that anymore, so they they pretty much reform or they' mentally shut down all right mm-hmm. so and the thing is that if within these palaces that you raid uh you meet these enemies, these are shadows which are like they that who work for the boss, these are shadows of human consciousness, and you can like turn them over towards your side with these hold up cards and uh, like confrontations uh which rats would be very familiar from uh. Undertale, yeah. which is inspired from Shin Megami Tensei, yeah. the original yeah. franchise, and you can recruit them and like Pokemon, but you have yes. to go into these negotiations. So these okay. shadows, which is the younger archetype, turn into your personas as your mask that, that you keep shifting towards. Instead of Pokemon, okay. yeah. Instead of Pokemon, you have these personas that you keep shifting wow. uh, okay. in this thing. That's and your so archetype wow. is a trickster. Yeah, and obviously, so this is where Desert yeah. comes. So once you have all these things where you have these. Uh, the person completely reforms uh you obviously gain notoriety because you don't just like uh raid their palace and like beat them you send out calling cards like "Hey, cool like yeah hey we're coming to steal your heart and stuff like that so the phantom thieves like gain recognition they have their own fan side which is called the fan side which is called phan side all right and they gain notoriety and just like that but there is another detective like there are a lot of mental shutdowns happening and these reformation happening at this thing. How very convenient. Like, who are these guys who say that they can just reform people? We need to look into this. these guys, are vigilantes. They are not just We will have to, like, sh- take these guys down. There's this whole plot going That's... on. Detective Chase story going on at the same time. That's cool. So this Ooh. is Persona 5. Okay. And, <coughs> this, yeah.
1: I'm waiting for the anime. Bro. Wow. Like, failure, <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, yeah. dude. Yeah. Holy
0: shit. That, yeah. that was, that was yeah. good shit, yeah. Which has me both excited and worried about personified anime because I don't think I can gather this much content in, in 12 one, episodes. I hope yeah, it's yeah. a seasonal. I hope it's a seasonal. I hope it's like season one is this guy, specific guy, and then season two like slowly. Yeah, and
1: you, you did say 12 episodes, so it's like a short yeah. number of episodes. Yeah, the reasons.
0: limitation is
1: like, there is a limitation. Dude,
0: there. 12 episodes is not even enough to show all the waifus that are there in the, in the, in the, in the, <laughs> the game. The waifu was <laughs> need to happen. You need to have the best girl. Hey, so, I, yeah,
1: best. I know who the best girl is. You don't need to tell oh me. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you
0: don't. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll, we'll literally have to raid his. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wonder how his palace is gonna be. And the best part is, like, these palaces are like. So if a his desire is lust, you see all these like distorted. The way he sees the students, right? The, he sees them in a mill because he sees them as servants. They're like running on this treadmill full of spikes. And the statues are just nothing but boobs and butts. And it's like really twisted things that are a manifestation of his desire. And you have to check it out. Nice. So, yeah, very interesting. You Persona five anime. I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy it more than any video game adaptation of a movie so far, except Mortal Kombat. That thing is legendary. So this is something that I believe everybody should be having on their radar. It's it so releases. On April, so yeah, keep your oh, crap. Belief.
2: That's damn near nice, yeah, nice, yeah, nice, nice. Nice, April, nice. that's
1: actually coming soon. Peace,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: that's awesome. And we're meeting in it, hey, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. And that concludes all our topics for today. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, what, what, uh, one, uh, one thing has been bugging me. U-udh, why is your name Ren? Why is your in game name Ren?
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, now that you go for it, so. Again, as you might be knowing, I kind of
1: like Persona 5. Yeah, of I'm course. Of kind of. I mean, not kind no, 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 no. of, kind of, I mean, yeah. the definition of kind of is, so, you know, different from our yeah. definition, of course.
0: Yeah. So, well, uh, and he, uh, Persona 5 currently if initially had a manga, which non-canonically had the name called, uh, of the main character called Akira Kurusu. I believe Akira was a reference to, by the way, did you know? Persona 5's main character is very heavily influenced from Devilman. The first few scenes are straight up you, ripped off from the you, first episode you, you, of Devilman. Man. did mention this yeah.
1: during a Devilman shitposting yeah. time. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, So, right. So, uh, uh, later on, in the anime, they canonically gave him a name whose name is Ren Amamiya. And you know it, the Josephana Anathir starting. But yeah.
1: That, that last name, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like Mamma Mia Oh Mamma Sita Mamma Mia. You can make a freaking so, song out of this. <laughs>
0: and, I wanted to keep because I love the the min It's is so cool, but I was definitely not gonna use the cell, the surname Mia at all. Otherwise you'd be a tie, uh, so yeah. I stuck with Ren. Yeah. So I stuck with Ren and because it's a pun with Senpai, my username on Discord Senpai. So Ren that's pie. how it came yeah, out. Ren so, that
1: yeah, awesome. that's that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so much like yeah, so, fucking so, 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 I, mean, no, no, I mean, so most be like, okay, my
1: name is prob very generic. It's it's, it's, right, right? it's, it's like, nightmare shit. It's nightmare. It's 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 a generic
0: yeah, You know where it comes from? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Most people be thinking it's from Kylo Ren. No, it's not from Kylo Ren. I do think. Yeah, but it's not, the, I'm not gonna put my name after him. It's, but whatever. it's from Red yeah. Mamma Mia. Yeah. Hey,
1: hey, well, Mia. It's not Red that name.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, that does it for the topics. Uh, do we have time to sell a
1: product, or should we just end it? I think it's. No, this, we should just. This it. is a recording, so I mean, you guys. <laughs> this is not live. You're not looking at nothing. No chats. This is done. <laughs> Get <getting> bamboozled. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Unless you
2: want so, to market
1: your
0: cap. Which I suppose mm. to sure. No, uh, are you guys interested in seller a product? And we can do that. Otherwise,
1: I think I think it's much more fun to do that in a live audience. Like personally, that's yeah, I uh, because yeah, the live it's, audience it's themselves so can also give their reactions, and we can actually respond to those reactions, and you know, give our own reactions. So it's like you know, reaction to reaction to a reaction. You guys get the reaction joke. to reaction to reaction yeah. to
0: reaction to basically the yeah it, basically the five, th- yeah, it's basically the five uh, brothers yeah.
1: with the inception and then you know they made a baby basically yeah, yeah, babies <laughs> all around yeah. so yeah
0: that does it uh, for a podcast the eleventh podcast and the offline one guys uh, hope you enjoyed it hope we like brought something to the table we tried to listen to your feedback I hope you like the new format let us know in the comments below like if you would like it offline because. I know a lot of people can't watch such long content without being at one point two five or at least one point five C speed, especially who has not watched any of our podcasts. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Thank you for watching. We hope to see you next Sunday, you. same time. And yes. yeah, Soham, Rats, before you sign off, you got anything to say. Yeah.
2: No, this is soham sign off, I
1: guess. That's it. Don't forget to join the. So dis- I'm just a solemn sign, of sign of off. My, my, this, this is gonna be. My- it's been a pleasure to be
2: part of this amazing <laughs> happening.
1: Oh, thank you for this opportunity. No, no, no,
2: Go ahead. Said,
1: no, you have your own yeah. podcast by the way. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, so okay, so Do watch that my th- my thing yeah. my final words for this podcast would be check out the Discord channel, check out Assetcast's Facebook page and YouTube page and of course I'm gonna be shameless and plug myself in. Check me out on Facebook and YouTube. It's R A T Z one nine nine four A. But he's not going to be on
0: Twitch, not until they get the shit Not until right. it. Not until, they not until he's yeah. gone, not, not until he's
1: gone. I mean, okay. you guys can join my Twitch if you want to. It's the same username. But hey, I mean, I'm just having fun there. It's nothing serious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. guys. See ya. I... Have a
0: good time. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Watch Black Panther. Subscribe.
2: Them.